on your mouth, bitch. Yo, we out of our minds. The brick to run your mouth. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the Run Your Mouth podcast. Thrilled to uh, have you here with us, and we're getting back to consistency. This is two weeks in a row. This is pretty good for us. Hell yeah, dog. How, what, do you, what do you want to say the over-under until I have to take a week off? What do you want to uh, place as the, not that you're a bookie, but I feel like you're good at play, you know, establishing odds. What do you want to establish the odds at? There's a 0% chance you do an episode next week. 0%? 0%. I almost want to place this bet. I almost <laughs> want to place that. Well, yeah. I mean, if I give you the financial incentive <laughs> to do it, but. No, we're going to be back in full force with both the Josephs here in studio. I got to tell you, Joseph Roberts, he's really, he's been trying to make the effort. It's on me and being really flaky with, uh, with times and stuff. Just did his show. Uh, the other night at the creek, a swamp thing. Had a How good was time. That? It was a real fun show. Dude, he brought so- he brought in a heck of a crowd for a random Monday out in Long Island City. In the middle of a snowstorm, no less, right? I think it was rainy. Or it was definitely, I think it was pre-snowstorm. Definitely shitty weather. It was a shitty night. It was a shitty night, but we had a good time. Uh, first thing I wanted to discuss is, uh, I mean, this was really tragic. Five people were killed in uh, Aurora. On Friday, when a man being let go from his job opened fire at the Henry Patco in the Chicago suburb during a termination meeting, the guy took out his gun and he started killing people in his house, killed more people. Tragic news and another reminder that if you're going to fire a breakup with someone, do it by phone. <laughs> Why are you bringing people in? Why do you got to sit someone in the eye and let them know that you don't want them around anymore? Yeah, what happened Just, to the firing robots from up in the air? What was that? I don't know. That, that, that movie was legit 10 years ago, and they had like these robots. That was like the whole point was George Clooney's character would go from company to company and fire people right. so that their employees didn't have to do it, and he was being replaced by A an robot? AI which would like hold a virtual meeting with like mad people and just be like you've been terminated right so sorry and then like it would like slip them packets of like things they could do with the rest of their life but Not i mean bad. that was actually like that that is an interesting character who he plays in that movie is a guy who like sits down with people and is like hey you're being let go from this place you've been here for 25 years nowhere in this field is going to hire you what did you want to be when you were 10 years old because that's your best bet right now like just take a shot because you're fucked anyway man <laughs> And I was like, that's kind of a fucking cool, that's a really cool. Letting people know that they're both free and fucked? Yeah. Yeah. Well, I just think, you know, why you got to let someone get all dressed up and like show up and commute into work just to tell them they're fired. Just fucking text them. Give them a phone call. (laughs) What do you got to do this shit in person for? Have you really broken up over the phone? I've never really dated, so I've never really had to. Okay. I, I've never, I've never really had to, you know, deal with that. I guess, like, I could understand. And if anything, like, from my limited experience with dating, I'm gonna make them break. I'm that person. Oh yeah, of course. <laughs> I'm just gonna like yeah. quit showing up until they finally get the hint and call me up. Like, hey, so we're like broken up. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm sorry, you didn't. I'm sorry, like you didn't get the notice sooner. You're first getting this now. I thought <laughs> we're already both in our own relationships. <laughs> I didn't even really understand that you still thought this was going. Robbie, I get it. You're a coward. It's yeah, fine. yeah, exactly. Um, my, hundred guess- like so cowardly my thing is like yeah i I get it when like a husband is getting left by his wife and he goes like postal and starts shooting yeah i who loves their job that much that what they that they're like they want to murder people for it it. you know like you want to fire me i'll fire this gun at you like seriously you love your job that much dog i don't know if it's a love thing as much as it's just a well then fuck you 
Like, yeah. you're going to fucking fight. Like, fuck you. You know what I put in in this goddamn company, and you're just going to show up and fucking fire me after 20 years of working on your factory line where you paid me shit, and I didn't go to my kids this, I couldn't pay for that, and I showed up every fucking day, and you're going to fire me? I think that's more what it is. You know what? I'm on this guy's side now. <laughs> when you put it that way, it's like, yeah, fuck yeah. those guys. <laughs> I think those guys had it coming. <laughs> yeah, like sometimes you hear about like a, like a movie theater. You're like, oh, what are you shouldn't people at a movie theater for? They're randoms. They're going, like, these people are firing you. You know, like you shouldn't yeah. kill them, but at least there's some context. I mean, shoot at the it's CEO. It's not just randoms. <laughs> yeah. Shoot at the guy making $45 million a year while you're fucking, you know, taking out a second mortgage to pay for your Kia. <laughs> All right, R. Kelly, uh, he was finally indicted, and uh, apparently they unearthed footage of him having sex with a 16-year-old, and the footage is 42 minutes and 45 seconds long, and I would think after 42 minutes of sex with R. Kelly, I mean, you're just you're not 16 anymore. <laughs> By three minutes in, you're 30, you know? <laughs> By 10 minutes in, you got a broken hip. By 50 minutes in, your ovaries have been shoved so far up there, you're now going through menopause. You're coming out of that experience a 50-year-old woman. Hell yeah. That, that, just, that takes away your youth too quickly. By the time you've seen R. Kelly naked, you're 18. By the time a judge sees it, you're probably 40 like it's practically <laughs> legal according to my math you know what i can't argue with the facts on that one i think <laughs> i think this is he's being railroaded at this point absolutely okay i mean i, I already kind of said this on dave's show but i i still i'll take your way in on this um i think douche of the decade award has to go to uh to that that dude who made the claim uh what's his name again i just forgot his name jesse smollett J- jesse smollett yeah douche of the decade who's done anything douchier uh, you know what? Yamanika Saunders pointed this out. Okay. Uh, Ryan Lochte. What do you do? Ryan Lochte uh, did something very similar when he was in Brazil for the Olympics in, I believe it was oh, 2016. He claimed... Yeah, he claimed he, right, right, he right. showed up late to the hotel. I think he was drunk, probably cheating on his girlfriend or something. And uh, he claimed that he got beaten up by like- Well, if you're covering for trying to cheat with your girlfriend, once again, this is like the employee story. It's like, I get it. Oh, Now he, I get it. Here's the thing. I get it. And it also, it happened in a foreign country where it's like, you know, they, they had, I'm sure, their own security force for the Olympic Village. And it was very much like, this guy was embarrassed and clearly an asshole, but like- Also, he retracted it quickly, if I remember correctly. Oh, yeah. This guy's sticking with his story, right? This guy to fucking double down. Here, let's listen to a quick second of it. And it's just not okay. Mm-hmm. It's just not okay. And for all of the people, the next time that you see someone report something, maybe well after the fact that it happened. All right. Not exactly the moment I was looking for, but you guys are free to watch it. I mean, it's just the ultimate. He should get an Oscar for this performance. It's unbelievable. He's on there. He's crying. He he couldn't be more upset. He's upset that people aren't believing him. And the overall tone of the whole thing is he's basically going like, as a gay guy, as a gay guy. And yet, since you're a gay guy, we're suspicious because that's the a straight guy wouldn't make this kind of shit up. <laughs> Like, it's very gay <laughs> to go fake an incident and then complain about why you should get stuff, you know? All right. Uh, next news story I want to highlight is none other than Robert Kraft charged with soliciting prostitution. And I just think with all that money, you'd think the whores would come to you. You wouldn't have to, <laughs> like, you could just stay at home. You wouldn't even need to pay for it. I think there were so many that were grubbing for your cash. They would just be throwing, even at your age, they'd be throwing it at you still. Yeah, but I here's here's my thing, right? 70-something-year-old man, his wife died like three years ago. Uh, He's been is, with her since he was this like... This is sad hookering. I this really, isn't fun hookering. I, this is sad... 
I don't know if it's sad. Like, I think the thing is, it's very much one of those things where it's like, you know, I've been at it for 30 years, stayed faithful to my wife. He had like a giant championship pendant. He was at the NBA All-Star Weekend, which is in Atlanta, which is like, you know, debauchery just goes down there all weekend. He was probably at the strip clubs and he's just like, he's starting to break out of his shell. He's hanging out with Jerry Jones too much. He's like telling him all these great stories about the pussy he's getting down in Texas. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I feel like it is one of those things where it's like he... He doesn't want to bring him back to his house. He doesn't want to, like, introduce a new woman to his children, you know? But, like, you know, the guy needs to get his fucking rocks off, you right. know? So, like, so he's going out for it. Every now and then, dude, like, uh, uh, it's nice to have a Big Mac. I, I like that <laughs> takeaway. It's the, This is fast food. He's just going out for a quick one. It's not the best. It's not the most elegant. But even Donald Trump, he likes his Big Mac. Sometimes available. rich people, they like what's easy and available. And on that note, I was thinking when I saw this, I was like, Maybe these spas aren't that gross. Like, I've never gone to these. Maybe they're not that gross. Like, if a billionaire will go there, that's a hell of an endorsement. For sure. For I mean, sure. this guy could be buying pussy from anywhere. He could shoot a commercial like, listen, I can afford to uh, go to Japan, sell the women back from China, and then have sex with them in Malaysia. But when it comes to hookers, <laughs> I like my local Florida spa. <laughs> I guess, like, here's the thing. I have been to one of those places before. Oh, was it great? Or was it terrible? Lay it on us. I've been to a couple, right? Okay. I'll, I'll be honest with you. I'm a guy who you know, I like getting my rocks off and I like getting a massage. So there you like, go. it makes sense. Like you combine those things and what can go it's wrong? Dope. Yeah. Last one was after like a seventeen hour car ride. It was just like it went oh, back you just, killing you me. You probably smelled your no, balls I went home were probably... and showered. Oh God, Robbie, you gotta make everything gross. I went home and showered, but I was like, right. oh, my back's killing me. I was like, whatever. So I go in and uh, you know, like I did the I did the the full service and it was awesome and you know, nothing to complain about. That was a few years ago. I wouldn't go back now knowing what I know about them, like, essentially being indentured servants, you know? And it's like... Isn't that the fun part? (sighs) It... it, (laughs) I want it to be, you know what I mean? Like, there is some part of it. I agree with you 100%, dude. But, like, I do think there should be a thing where, like, you know, if a 23-year-old college girl wants to come through and, you know, give a beach to pay part of her rent this month, there should be nothing wrong with that. I, I don't know where you stand on, like, legalized prostitution, but, like, there is a difference to me. And that is the thing where, like, I'm disappointed in craft, where it's like, you could be keeping those dollars in America. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Locally sourced right, right. college girls who could be paying off, you know, their, their student well, loan debt. I admired the cheapness because I saw one of these articles that, like, these these services were like 60 or 70 bucks and it's like if you got Robert Kraft's money I would like if you're not spending it on pussy what are you spending it on mm-hmm. you can't take it with you he's not even <laughs> playing his payers his players that well is so. that true well, no, I mean, the Patriots are notoriously known for, like, cost-cutting and salary-dumping just to have the best possible players while staying under the cap. Right. Now, they were, uh, apparently, there's actually footage of him. Like, they were, they were, oh, yeah. they have footage, like, security yeah. or whatever footage of him in the act. In the spot. Now, how fun must that moment have been for the detective when he's going through, like, the He's like, you got to come in here. I, <laughs> I think that's... I think that's Robert Kraft. Like, that's got to just be a fun moment when you're going through the tape. The other thing I love about this is, like, for all the billions of dollars that this guy has, like, he still has a penis and he's still an idiot. Like, this is, like, this is just human level. Just everyone's has a penis and they're a fucking idiot. You realize Jeff Bezos is about to lose, like, the entire Amazon of, like, fucking (laughs) Turks and Caicos uh, over some side pussy. You know it's, what I mean? it's the great equalizer that just men. Are, by the way, I think that when I watch like Tom Brady play like football now, every time he gets another like touchdown, I just think like you're really testing fate here. 
Like you're really asking for cancer. You know what I mean? It's like only so many good things really can happen. Just every single time. You know what I mean? Like you yeah. need to, you need to almost step back and be like, all right, this this was good to me. I don't want to like I don't want to test this anymore. Like yeah. something bad has to be coming. That's why I look at guys like Muhammad Ali who had like Parkinson's at like 45, and it's like I mean you had a great run, bub. You know, <laughs> like Roy Halladay, one of the greatest pitchers of all time, right. retires within six months, he crashes his plane and dies. It's like, look, man, you made some kind of weird deal with the devil, and it's over, fam. But yeah, like, you had a great run. You made it happen while you did. All right, uh, and now as long as we're on the topic of hookers, Cohen is uh, set to testify publicly at a house hearing. So I just want to read a little bit about this article about Mikey Michael Cohen. So Mike, I like Mikey. You like Mikey? <laughs> what do you like about Mikey? No, I just like calling him Mikey Cohen. You like calling him Mikey Cohen? <laughs> Michael Cohen, a former lawyer for President Trump, agreed to testify publicly before the House Oversight Committee on Wednesday, and what is expected to be an explosive hearing focuses on his decade of working for the president. In a memo... Uh, shit, this just skipped ahead. In a memo released Wednesday, Rep. Elijah Cummings, that that's actually the guy's name, the chairman of the House Oversight Committee said Mr. Cohen's testimony would focus on the hush money payments he arranged to women during the 2016 campaign who alleged sexual encounters with Mr. Trump as well as on the president's compliance with tax laws, his potential actual conflicts of interest, blah, blah, blah. Okay, Mr. Cohen won't answer questions that touch on special counsel Robert Mueller's investigation into whether Trump's associations colluded with Russia's interference in the 2016 U.S. election. According to a person close to Mr. Cohen, Mr. Trump has denied collusion with Russia during the campaign. So what I love about this is they start an investigation and they're hoping to find out if there's Russian government collusion, if they overtook our democracy, if Trump's secretly a spy. And now they have the chief witness and they're like, let's get to the hooker talk. Like, <laughs> I don't want to hear anything about this Russian nonsense. I just want to hear about Donald Trump and his hooker life. I mean... Get them hoes, dog. There you go. Uh, all right, next is... Have you seen these advertisements on the uh, subway for the Fatbergs? Oh, yeah. So, yeah, have, yeah. Have you seen, like, the one in London? I think I saw articles about that a while back. Yeah, yeah, It's disgusting, right? Yeah. All right, so I was reading... Firstly is, I'm not an all wipe all the time guy and a guy, but I, I appreciate a wipe. Yeah. And like sometimes, sometimes I'm all wipe all the time because I've been eating too much and like things are getting a little shaky down there and I need to go all wipes. Other times I like just cleaning up with one wipe. Other times I'm okay with dry. I mix it up, but I'm, I'm mostly I'm pro, I'm pro wipe. I'm coming out on team pro wipe. Oh yeah. Yeah. Okay. So here is an article in Slate. I just want to read this one, this one little piece from it. Um, that's surprising because we've all known flushable wipes. Oh, but just to fill people in, because I didn't really give the background here. Um, flushable wipes don't flush that well. And so they're creating massive uh, problems for these cities and that they're getting clogged in, in like the piping, the drains. And they're creating a mess of like, you know, uh, basically New York City's plumbing and other cities' plumbings. So here was from the article. That's surprising because we've known flushable wipes aren't actually flushable for a while now. They don't dis uh, disintegrate like normal toilet paper. Uh, these are adult wipes, to be clear. Baby wipes are typically tossed in the trash along with the soiled diaper. And we're not a loss for, uh, for alternatives. Bidet attachments have been available in the U.S. for decades. More recently, products like toilet paper sprays and gels have popped up, popped up to address the specific desire to have something wet to wipe with. Now, have you tried sprays or gels? No. What no. is that? You throw that on a toilet paper because i feel like toilet paper doesn't have enough give to it that if you're trying to wet toilet paper you're gonna end up with more toilet paper just stuck to your asshole well i mean i guess if it's like a if it's a gel that would work but that just sounds gross rubbing around a gel in there horrible that doesn't sound fun at all no that sounds like you'll be walking around the rest of the day wondering if you shat yourself or if you got some gel in your butt 
No, I mean, here's the thing, right? I'm picturing it like this, right? The first wipe, right, with the gel, take care of, like, most of the most of the mess, right? You and see, then... even when I'm using wipes, I'll start dry and then I move over to wet. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. Nah, dude, you start with the wet, right? And then you have just a nice, clean, wet surface, and you use the dry literally just to dry up. I got a very different strategy. We don't have to get too into asshole. Bunkers. We don't have to get too into asshole cleanliness no, talk. I, but I do like Robbie. that I do everything differently than other people. I'll Can, say I'll say that. But well, we don't have to delve too into uh, I do need to to asshole know. cleansing I, routines here. Le- I need to know which side people come out on on this. Okay, hit this us up. This one is driving me crazy. Hit us up, robsnewsroom at gmail.com. Start a Twitter poll. If you're a person that uses wet wipes, do you only? are you exclusive? Like, you take a shit in your wet wipes only? Will you start dry, move over to the wet? Um, will you go wet and then dry? Or will you do, and I do this sometimes, a dry, wet, dry? A little oh. bit of a sandwich, like a wet wipe sandwich. So Crazy. just let us know. Rothnewsroom at gmail.com. Everyone's got different strategies. We're not interested in what direction you're wiping your asshole. Yeah. All we want to know is when you get in there with the wet wipe, how are you How are you going about it? And don't be gross. Don't send us pictures. If you do, send those to Harrington. I don't want to see that. Don't be gross, but just let us know. We got the official poll going <laughs> on what is proper etiquette for wet wipe usage. If we it, next time Feldstein's here, I'm sure he'd have a good breakdown for us. I don't want to get too personal, but uh, we'll throw it out there for the fans. You guys, you can you you can be on Team Harrington or Team Rob on this one. <laughs> okay, so to continue, um, with which specific bowel issues notwithstanding, is a preference rather than a need. Perhaps unsurprisingly, it's the wipe markers that have cultivated the obsession with making your bum as clean as humanly possible, with marketing language promising a resulting confidence and superiority. But some lingering butt germs are not really a health issue. Honestly, what's grosser, a normal human process or the fat birds we're making with flushable wipes? And you gotta leave it to the slate advocating for fecal matter. <laughs> You know what I mean? Like, they're like, yeah, just have more shit in your assholes, everybody. Like, if anything, how about fix the piping to accommodate new technology and cleaner assholes? How about that? Right. Like, this isn't government's fault. It's our fault that we're looking for clean assholes. It's us. <laughs> this is us. Like, you can't just uh, figure out the technology to better piping so that we can all have clean butts and walk around feeling like, dude, you can sniff my asshole right now. I feel like asshole licking, maybe that's why it's become more popular, is because we all have cleaner assholes. Four years ago, I never saw butt licking in porn. People weren't talking about licking assholes. Now it's all the rage. That's what the kids are into. You're not cool if you're not eating butts. I literally just walked into that room and Danny Daniels was polling the room. Hey, who among you eats ass? And Freddie B's the only one who's like, I don't do it. And it's like, all right, come on, dude. Everybody eats ass. And that is, like, I agree. I'm just wondering how- It's like kale. It's just in fashion. (laughs) That's what we eat these days. How fucking bad must the Slate office smell? Oh, you mean that they're all like- They're uh, all okay with, like, just a little bit of shit in their ass. They're just a little, you know, it's their contribution. Ugh. You know what? I don't care what the fuck's going on underground. My butthole gonna be clean. Hell yeah, dog. There we go. All right. At least we could uh, both agree on having clean buttholes. Right. Yeah, all right. You know, finally, we're, we're coming to terms on something. <laughs> uh, all right, so Amazon no longer coming to New York City, and uh, I have a quick clip of Andrea Ocasio-Cortez proclaiming victory for keeping Amazon for coming from to New York. Let's give that a quick listen. That everyday Americans are going to be They can have more say in this country than the richest man in the world. What do you say to those that 
So she's got the biggest and proudest smile you've ever seen in your life. No one has ever looked more smug or happy about a victory. And to me, this is the utmost in just not understanding the way the world works. They didn't beat Amazon. They didn't beat Jeff Bezos. They just missed out on a good opportunity for free money. Because you can't beat these corporations. You can't tax everybody up. To, like, um, even Kuma, Cuomo said it. He's like, raise taxes on the rich. That's where all the money's coming from. We can't take more from these people. They'll move to Florida. Like, people have options. There's, there's like, seriously, um, here, I'm going to read this. This is from a CNBC article, but they were talking about how more people are leaving New Jersey than any other state. And so here, this is a piece from the article and selective editing by me because um, they do counter that this came from a, uh, I guess, a more conservative-leaning study, and they gave other reasons for why people are engaging in flight migration. I think, to me, a lot of it is going to be because of debt and high taxes in certain states and the inability to offer good services such as roads or schools because they're bankrupt. Um, So with that being said, selective editing by me, but I do want to read these couple paragraphs. There could also be another reason behind the migration, taxes. While job opportunities, family considerations, and lifestyle preferences are among the primary factors driving a decision to move out of state, tax considerations can certainly be a make-it-or-break-it factor, according to the report from the Right-Leaning Tax Foundation. For example, an individual weighing a decision to relocate among one of the several states might be inclined to choose a state with relatively lower tax burden. New Jersey is the ninth most tax-burdened state in the country country. According to data from the financial website WalletHub, Connecticut is the sixth most taxed state and New York is number one. In fact, five of the 10 worst performing states on the Tax Foundation state's um, business tax climate index, which evaluates states on the competitiveness of their tax rates and structures, are also among the 10 states with the most outbound migration in the UVL report. So there's definitely a correlation, in my opinion, between basically high taxes and people being like, fuck this, I'm going to move in another state. And to me, that's like exactly what kind of um, Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez doesn't get is that like business and rich people are your friends. They create opportunity. And if like you think you won because now Amazon's not going to be here, like you're just an idiot. It's just you're you're foolish. You you didn't win here. You're, You're kind of rolling your eyes like she did something. I I don't think she did much, but I don't understand. I don't understand enough about it. Like the way I look at it is like, oh, does that would that not just create a bunch of jobs? Like, what's the downside to Amazon being here? I genuinely don't. Yeah. So uh, yeah, yeah. So the only downside, and I uh, I have a joke about this in my act, but the the only downside is potentially if you've lived in Long Island City and you're a renter. Um, potentially you can't afford to live in Long Island City anymore. So I think some people have this idea of like, we just kind of keep replacing working areas. We're chasing people who are real New Yorkers out and replacing them with wealthier people who are coming in. Um, and like, that's the gentrification that you see like in Harlem. That's what you see kind of in Brooklyn now. We're pricing out real New Yorkers from their ability to live here, um, which isn't even the argument that she's making. Um, and I actually don't understand enough of the economics about whether or not that's true because I would still think that more concentrated wealth in this area, that like even if you had to move from your home in Long Island City, there's probably more of an income potential because of 25,000 new people making over 100 grand a year. I would still think like the concentration of more money would create more service jobs and more opportunity for everybody. Right. More restaurants, more clubs, more bars, more everything, really. Yeah. That's what I would assume. Huh. Um, so- yeah. Go ahead. I just don't understand, like, how is she saying this is a victor? I don't, I legitimately don't know. Yeah, because she's retarded. 
She's okay. just she's just like seriously dumb. And then I also I mentioned this on part of the problem. This was really funny. She just got this high rise building and they were like calling her out that she's gonna live in a luxury high rise building when she's all about equality and helping out the poor. Yeah. And her rep said, Yeah, she also signed the Green Deal and she it's no less hypocritical that she drives a uh, you know, a car with a combustion engine. And it's like, no, no, that's the entire fucking point. It is hypocritical. Yeah. <laughs> it's 100% hypocritical. The whole that's thing what is. we're trying to point out is that you're being ridiculous when you're telling us that the world should operate in one way and you don't hold yourself to that standard. Right. That's called being a hypocrite. Like, you might be consistently a hypocrite, but you're a hypocrite. But she doesn't get it. Maybe, maybe one day, you know, maybe one day. Who knows? I feel like Bernie does. Like, that's the one thing I got to give him. Like, I have no clue yeah. what his lifestyle is like, but I do picture him driving, like, you know, a biodiesel Volkswagen and fucking... I don't think he does, man. No? Like, I he's don't think not, so. He's not really about that life? I don't think so. No. Oh, man. I think it's all an act for power. That's I think Bernie's actually a little bit smarter than, uh, like, I, I think he understands that his economics would not work or maybe he's so deluded that he does but I, I i think he's more bought into here's a path to power and that's why he's preaching it hmm. bernie sanders is scary man so is aoc so is a lot of the socialist shit man i really think it would be uh i know i just think like i know it's bad it's really bad it's just usage of dead it's distributing like all of our lives would be worse let's hope and pray that uh you know our fear trump gets reelected. <laughs> yeah <laughs> who would who would have thought we'd be saying that let's just hope trump makes a comeback i'm just wondering like at yeah. what point does it become a bloody revolution i don't think it would necess- i don't think it's going to come to that i i but i do see i do see states at some point just being like fuck it this is not the, i i don't like this idea of one federal government i don't like it i want out and I don't, I don't, I don't necessarily think that's going to turn to revolution. And the reason I say that, and this is also the reason I advocate for not gun control and everyone should have guns. Um, there's the story I was reading about in uh, Washington State. They approved a package of firearm restrictions. This is from NPR. It raises the minimum age for buying semi-automatic rifles. It tightens background checks and makes it a crime to fail to store a gun safely if the gun ends up in the wrong hands. Um, and so country county sheriffs basically said, I'm not going to enforce it. Uh, so like one of the sheriffs said, I'm not going to enforce it. Like if I find a 20 year old farmer and he has an automatic rifle, I'm just, I'm not, I'm not bringing this kid to jail. Uh, so the point is like when it comes to kind of a real, uh, fight of arms where it's like cops got to go in to a kid or they got to fight their neighbor because the neighbor has a gun Mm. at some point you have to like pay an army a significant amount of money that they're willing to actually do morally corrupt shit you'll lose them so like if the government for instance sent the army into texas and said i mean it happened in the civil war i don't think it would happen today i think if texas legitimately was like yeah we're, we're doing our own thing now i think if you sent the army down to tell texas hey you can't leave I don't think those soldiers are really going to have gunfights with Texans. I just don't think they're going to do it. I think they're just going to be like, you know, this is ridiculous. This is corrupt. I don't feel like killing other Americans over their freedom. Well, Texas can leave. Texas is the one state in the union when when they join they signed an agreement. I seem to remember this from like oh, what, that they're allowed they're allowed to se- secede. Yeah, like they're in the union on a temporary basis, and if enough people in Texas vote to secede, they have the legal right to secede from the union and become their own country again. Fuck yeah, let's go down to Texas. I'm all about secession. Just right? f- just change things up. Independence, man. I guess what what I'm yeah. wondering like would is does that open the door for a thing where it's like the state of California is split into. L.A., San Diego, and San Francisco, basically, and then the rest 
is like its own state. Could happen. You know what I mean? Like, like Fuck how it. do Just you break the whole thing up? Who yeah, how shit? Default on the debt, break up the country. Oh, I love it. I love that idea so much. Default on the debt, break up the country. It's gonna happen. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's gonna happen. And we're just gonna go back to being like a bunch of individual nation states who barter with each other. Yeah, probably something like that. And y- your idiot socialists hopefully will stay in all- one state and it'll just go to shit, and then they'll dissipate and hopefully like you know cockroaches they won't just like come into one area and convince people and keep ruining shit like locust like jews basically basically <laughs> what i'm describing is you know jews uh <laughs> plague of jews <laughs> exactly all right last topic i want to touch upon because i was thinking about this i was reading about um l i think el chapo that's the guy's name mm-hmm. who's going to jail and then i was also reading about bill cosby who's in jail saying that he's having a great time and he has no remorse. I read that as well. I read that. Okay. So what I was thinking is, like, sometimes in life, you kind of think all that ends well is well. Or sometimes we have an idea of, like, people that fucking worked their ass off their entire life. Like, they went through, like, I know Holocaust survivors, like, people that, like, just went through the worst shit and just were able, like, your typical Hollywood story, people went through the worst ringer and they overcame adversity. For example, the people I know, they went through a concentration camp, they came to America with nothing, they fucking struggled bus boys bought their way into the restaurant ended up owning shit just like worked their entire ass off uh or for that example you ever seen the movie life with uh martin lawrence eddie murphy yes sir okay so for what i you can correct me if i'm wrong what i remember that movie is like they spent most of their life in prison but then at one point they had like that great moment where they were sitting at a game and like enjoying a hot dog watching baseball okay so choosing between the two things like, if you live a terrible life, but you work your way towards something the entire time, and then at the end, you finally get to have that great moment, do you think that's better than living this unbelievable life that's shitty at the end, but it's still, like, majority of your existence was kind of winning? Because, like, a lot of times, like, look at your own life, like, we very much, our consciousness is kind of, like, in the moment, you know what I mean? So it's very much like, what am I what am I experiencing right now? Is it like pain or pleasure? And so sometimes like if you end up in like doom at the end, something miserable at the end, you might go, well, like look at where this led me, but you might be able to go, well, it was 86 years of fucking awesomeness and maybe it sucked for the last, you know, year of it. But this was, this was a fucking awesome ass ride. You think it's more of the latter? No, I mean, a hundred percent. I thought I was just getting at, uh, I think I think we were talking about that earlier in this pod. By the way, and I just want to be clear, even if we're going to go with the latter, that doesn't mean go rape people or start drug empires. That's not what we're arguing. I'm just wondering if from like a mental standpoint, what you're you're in between, you're like, maybe you should go rape That's people. That's kind of what and, uh, I'm arguing. <laughs> Look, if you can get away with it till you're fucking 86, me, I would get caught in my 30s. Nah, you know I, what I mean? I don't think it's just getting away. You don't really mean, you don't want to be living the life of some dude who's killing and raping. All right, that's maybe not, you. not maybe not raping, but like you know, murders okay. Yo, if I had a couple yeah. bodies on my gun, I'd be like, all right, cool, all right, good for. I, I, I don't have that in me. I, I'm like, I'm convinced I'm at least ten percent sociopath. Okay. You know what I mean? Where it's just like, look, well, if you invest in it, you could go full hundred. Right. You know what I mean? Like, so I, I, I see what you're saying. You're like, I have a little bit of sociopath in me. But since I'm such a dumbass, I know I won't get away with it, <laughs> yeah. so I squash that. But yeah. if I could fucking run with it, I would invest. I'd go 100% sociopath, make a good run at at, at the good life. <laughs> Dog, I'm just saying, look, if I'm Cosby, yeah. I'm not spending a fucking day in jail, dude. I'm eating cyanide in the courtroom because it's like, look. You're I checking spent, out. I spent eight decades on this planet raping and pillaging and selling fudge pops. Like, I don't give a fuck, dog. I'm out. 
You did like, it. You won. That's it. I raped and pillaged my way through this whole thing. Right. I made it 86 glorious years right. of raping and pillaging. Yeah. Nine specials. More money than God. I told the kids what to do for 40 I years. I fucking did it. Yeah. I, I fucking did it. And now I'm out. All right. Well, I think that's lunacy, but, you know, teach their own. All right. I'm sorry you want to die surrounded by loved ones, <laughs> you pussy. <laughs> I think someone had this joke. I, I'm, I'm sure someone, I don't know whose joke it was, but it's so funny. Like, why would you do that to your loved ones? <laughs> You're going to make your loved one show up and watch you die? Like, that yeah. sounds terrible. That's awful. That's a that's a terrible thing to do to the people you love. Like, Dude. go peacefully. That's how they started fucking Guardians of the Galaxy. I go in, I'm like, oh, it's this awesome, like, Indiana Jones in space movie. And it's yeah. like, I had to watch an eight-year-old watch his mom die, then run away and get kidnapped. Like, what right. the fuck? Disney? Yeah, Disney. Asshole. Why are you doing this to me? All right, I gotta, I gotta get cooking. Harrington, thanks so much for joining us. What do you want to plug? You got uh, Anxiety Attack coming up? Uh, yeah, let me take a look here. I believe it is March uh, 21st. Uh, let me take a, ch- uh, take a look here. It is the third Thursday of every month. Head to NewYorkComedyClub.com. Uh, use promo code AA. Uh, you'll see Justin Silver's big, beautiful face in the window for Anxiety Attack. Uh, third Thursday of every month. I know so far we have Zach Amico, and it looks like Robbie Bernstein on there. So Ooh. come on by March 21st. Just double check. Ooh. All right. Thanks, guys. Have a good one. Cheers.